0: Welcome to the Asylum, and now, your hosts,
1: Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs. That is right from the fragrant Asylum Fantasy Football Studios. This is, I still can't believe we're doing this nonsense again, the Asylum Fantasy Sports Show.
0: Yes, it is. We're Flieger and Briggs. Welcome aboard, and training camp started. It
1: is excitement abounding. Is it? You know what I'm starting to discover? I hate this time of year. No, oh, I love it. It's too much anticipation. Let's just, let's quit the dumb stories. Let's quit talking about the Rona. Let's quit having well, people get injured. Well, yeah, the injuries are... And let's are, play football.
0: The injuries are horrible. The is getting old. Yeah, yeah, I'm over it. And Aaron Rodgers is... I mean, he's so cool he wants to be himself. I mean, it's unbelievable. He... You know, did you see his little shades and, oh, and his yeah. do coming in there? And and you know, Devonte Adams was happy.
1: Yeah, well, Devonte apparently he' gone too. They're like sending group tweets to each other now, or Insta faces or whatever it is about uh, how they're getting out of town one more year. They say so. Uh, well, win a Super Bowl, then then you know, do whatever you want. Yeah, they, they could do that, but you know, they, thirteen and three what, the last two years and. NFC Championship. Now that's the type of hard hitting analysis. You come to AsylumFantasySports.com dot com at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter to that, get
0: that is factual. Factual. <laughs> I can't
1: dispute it. So I guess <laughs> if if that's the if that's the argument, then, then so be it. But Well
0: uh, what it, do you make, what
1: do you make of uh, Aaron Rodgers? Is
0: him showing up really great news for Green Bay or is it almost like a Trojan horse coming into
1: camp? No, because he'll come in and he'll do it and right. he'll play and he'll put the work in, whatever that work is he needs to put in. He'll be fine. They'll win 11, 12, 13 games and they'll go to the playoffs and they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Look, it is clear, I think beyond clear that, They were wrong on Jordan Love, right? They have no trust in him whatsoever. I mean, this panic deal they put together. You know, maybe they see the writing on the wall. They can't get the deal done with with Devontae Adams. You know, this is kind of loading up your one last shot. Look, he's going to come in. I guess he's going to be a distraction. what QB isn't a distraction necessarily. He's never really been the rah-rah team guy anyhow, but he's going to come in and he's going to get it done. So I'm I'm not overly concerned about
0: it. I'm that. not either. The reason I ask you that is because it is on Twitter quite a few different places of some of these talking heads that isn't really good news. I mean, I'm sure a lot of it's Twitter clickbait and so right. forth. But, yeah, he could be a <clears throat> distraction, but I don't think he's going to be either because he never – like you said, he's never one of these raw, raw team guys. He's always just been up there on Mount yeah. Olympus and all the minions run around beside him, You know, except for Devontae Adams, right, of course, right. his buddy. Um, that being said, it's a lot like deja vu, though, isn't it? Jordan Love being Aaron Rodgers of the past. Right. And Aaron Rodgers, the Brett Favre of the past.
1: I had the sense, and I could be wrong, it's happened once or twice before, though, that the Packers almost couldn't wait to get Brett Favre out of there. They were angry he wouldn't leave to get to Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) This is very different, right? True, yeah. And I I don't know what that is. You'd still think, you know, obviously we're not in practice, so that's what would concern me if he's that poor of a – Although, I guess that's the question. Even if Jordan Love was starring in practice, are you in a hurry to get rid of Aaron Rodgers? No. Basically, right. you know, you like to claim being 84 years old and decrepit as a prime. Aaron Rodgers is in an actual prime. Exactly. Not, not whatever is. this, what do you call it? Peak prime. What's your dumb phrase? Uh, it's just factual. No, no. Special what, what's prime. the thing? Special prime. That, that's what it yeah, is. I know it's a complicated word for yeah, well, you. <laughs> you
0: know. Well, it's yeah. so
1: nonsensical. I can't put well, those words together in look, my head while looking at your. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to f- pick on like you because I know you've deeper. been
0: been fumigating, and yeah. you know you're a little well, late the ants. Man. Remember the yes, ants. Exactly. So
1: I, I had to fumigate the studio. Right. I got you. It, it, it's been unpleasant, but anyway, but I you, don't remember my thoughts. But you also see.
0: Um, Aaron Rodgers already controlling things. I mean, apparently the deal is almost final to bring Randall Cobb back to Green Bay. Oh, okay. He's surrounding himself with his boys that know what's going on, and you know, he's basically, you know, going to have the NWO in Green
1: Bay for a year. That would be cool if they came out in NWO T shirt. Hey, Look, it makes sense. You've got him now. You agreed to this deal. Essentially, this was if you shut up and come in and play, we will void that last year your contract. Here's the weird thing. It's weird how it almost has to be just to save face. Look, or to get that one last run, and that's what Green Bay's looking at. Because if you think about it, Aaron Rodgers really doesn't have any leverage. He really doesn't, other than retirement, right? And is that leverage? He's under it contract. Is leverage, I think if he sits out, he doesn't gain another right. year towards free agent. He had no leverage. I think this is either either they're tired of it, as it, it, it's, it's tired as I am of it. I've got to imagine Green Bay management's you know a thousand times fold tired of it, and it's bad PR, and they just want to kind of want to make one last run while you still got Devontae Adams under contract. This has all the makings of. It's just, all right, we got him one more year. Well, Let's make Aaron get him to shut up for one more year. Let's make one last run at it. We're going to bring in Jordan Love. We're going to start over again. It's been a hell of a 30-year run between right. Favre and Rodgers. Now we got to restart. Yeah, I think he
0: hit it right in the head. And it, it's not so much, I'm sure they are sick of it. I don't know if that's the whole crux of the matter. Look, they have... You know, they're 26-6 and the last two years. They made it to the NFC Championship game two years running. They still have that same core, the Aaron Jones, you know, uh, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. Defense actually getting a little bit better. They've got a shot. If they would have let him go, retire, whatever the case may be. Gamble with Jordan Love with Adams' last year. Jones probably would not be around. You know, that would just be not only a PR nightmare. Right. But there's there would be heads rolling. Well, certainly. You had a shot to bring Aaron Rodgers in. Because you know if Aaron Rodgers didn't go in, Devontae Adams would be pulling to Sean Jackson by week six, I'm sure. There's a good chance of Sitting that. Sitting on the dude. end of the bench, not talking to anyone. <laughs> I'm not putting actions into his... Mouth, so to speak, but, you know, you'd almost could foresee that. And it would be a total PR nightmare in Green Bay. And there would be people
1: losing their jobs over that whole situation. Yeah, but I just have to wonder, you know, I'm fascinated. I almost can't wait till next year now to see what Jordan Love is. Is he this bad, or is it just Aaron Rodgers is that good?
0: I think Aaron Rodgers is that good. He's MVP. Reigning Right. I mean, it's...
1: Well, I mean, look, I know Aaron Rodgers is that good, but... You, know, you draft this guy in the first round. It, it's weird. A first-round quarterback means something a lot different to the Green Bay Packers than it means to almost every other team in the league, which which is intriguing. That's where this is similar to the previous situation, where they're going to be patient. They're going to be willing to wait. Right. But you just think you would hear some effusive praise of love or something or, you know, we want Aaron to stay. We want to keep the band together. But, look, we're ready. Jordan loves chomping at the – you don't hear that. No, it's just... you don't hear a thing. No, about it, it's weird. It's been Nothing. a weird situation. I'm tired of it, though. I know that.
0: Yeah, and I, I think him reporting for camp is the best thing to happen because things will just start progressing. Yeah. It'll... You know, the first major injury from any of the 32 teams is going to take all the attention away from Aaron Rodgers. Oh, so-and-so blew a knee or whatever the case may be. But then that brings up
1: another quarterback in Deshaun Watson.
0: Right, hold is, on,
1: hold on. Excuse me. Alejandro, Mr. Finkelstein? Yes, sir. I know you have a strict protocol generally. Are we allowed to talk about Deshaun Watson? Yep. All right. Just making sure. Oh. You got to check. Thanks for him. checking in. You got it. Well, he
0: asked Mitch earlier
1: before you got to oh, the studio. Oh, okay. I don't think
0: asked was the word. I hung my head and ran away. <laughs> well, true. And I said, he he's cool, Mitch.
1: Damn it, damn it, damn it. But anyway.
0: Calm down, Mitch. Houston says that they will now entertain (laughs) (laughs) trade offers. Now, that being said, okay, that's all well and good. However, I, I have a whole lot of issues with this whole case. Number one, what is the status of the legal investigation. Do you have any idea? You
1: know, it is odd. It has been so quiet. Now, the one, I'm looking at this through the prism of a team who may be interested in Deshaun Watt. We keep here in Philadelphia. We keep here in Miami and what I'm looking at. So if I have any comfort in making that move, because, first of all, Houston, they're falling apart. There's all this going on with Deshaun Watson. They're now willing to entertain offers. offers. <laughs> right. They'd have taken a foot-long meatball from Subway six weeks ago yeah. if, if somebody was willing to give it up. But looking at this through the prism of a team looking to get him, you had the argument Four days ago that yeah this is bad he's going to get suspended under the personal conduct policy what's the stare about six games or so but for the right price we can live with that these are all civil matters now if i'm not mistaken now there's pending criminal charges now this changes things right if any of this is true he might be going to jail well that's plus true. facing yeah hey, let me let me put a wacky scenario out there based on nothing if you're philadelphia because obviously they don't believe in Jalen Hurts or or your Miami. That's weird that those are the two teams tied to them with two of their, but you have young, you know, high draft pick quarterbacks. But say we'll use Philadelphia. Are you willing to give up? I don't know what the price would be. No, they're talking three first rounds. All right, will you give up? If I could guarantee you now, Deshaun Watson will not play this year. He'll be suspended then, because this year's going to be weird, right? It's going to be the commissioner's exempt list. He's not going to be suspended. This thing isn't even set to start to unravel till December, if I understand right. And then he's going to be suspended for eight games next year. Are you even entertaining that deal? He's young.
0: Here's but- the deal. Um, <sighs> see, I, and that—that's where a lot of the issues I have. Okay, say for example, I'll throw a scenario at you. Okay. <clears throat> We're talking about all the the legal investigations. What if he's innocent? Okay, yeah. I mean, if if he's guilty of sexual assault or whatever, okay, throw him in jail. Who cares? He's done. Right. Okay, but what if he's inter- er, interested? If he's in, a, in innocent, <laughs> I think why? he is
1: interested in being <laughs> yeah. innocent. He's, yes, yeah,
0: he's extremely interested in being innocent. <laughs> but if he's found innocent. What the hell is the NFL conducting an investigation about? If he's innocent of a crime, how do you suspend somebody? Eight games or whatever the case may be. Because, and and this, this has always bothered me about Lord Goodell. Okay, you had somebody... And I'm not saying somebody. This isn't a handful. I mean, this is 22 women, obviously. This is very significant. But even if it was only two, they'd still be doing the same thing. We're going to investigate the the situation. Well, somebody can come out and point the finger at, at somebody rich and famous and say they did this, hoping for a little hush money. Right. But because somebody did that, you're going to get suspended. Whether or not there's any evidence that there were any improprieties at all.
1: Well, I think there's precedence for that, though, right? I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, if I remember there, it, this right, it was it feels like it was 40 years ago. Right, I, yeah. There no. were accusations. He was never charged. I, he was Exactly. Never... Now, you, you can look at it one of two ways. Either that's an indictment on the legal system in the NFL that these guys are, I'm doing the air quote thing because I don't know, getting away with something, or, you know... Here's the thing: the, the the recent talk of criminal char charges changes this. If that hadn't happened, if we'd had this conversation three days ago, my prediction was go would have been he's going to get to the point. He's going to claim his innocence. Maybe he is innocent. Once you get into the twenties of accusers, yeah. I have a hard time. Look, I, I'm with <laughs> you there. believing that. But let's he's going to he's going to assert his innocence. He's going to settle. And then he's going to be willing to take a suspension for six, eight, even a season, whatever it is, get traded and right. move on from this. Now that we introduce the criminal element, now right. I, for, he's untouchable because you do not know what the future is. No, means.
0: okay. Let, let's throw the criminal out because okay. if, there's, if there are criminal charges, nobody's going to touch him with a 20-foot pole. Right. Okay? But say he does have, like you said, some of the civil charges – he settles, which is not technically, but it's still sort of an admission of yeah, guilt, it's of wrongdoing. L- let,
1: let's end this now.
0: Right. So anyway, that happens. And, okay, what was your scenario? He
1: doesn't play this year at all? Yeah. I mean, the the historically, it's six games, right? It, it reduced to three right. or four in the case of But let's say six games. Okay. Plus, I think they give him the season. They're trying to save face here. You know what I mean? I think he's suspended. In my scenario, he's suspended for the 2021 season.
0: Okay. So, what would happen is if your team, okay, number one, he doesn't get paid. Right. Okay. So, now if you're the acquiring team, you're off the hook for ten million dollars. Because Houston's gonna eat all the bonuses, which is like twenty seven million, whatever the case may right. be. They'll eat all that. So you're off the hook for ten mil. Now you're going into next year where his salary is God, I think it's like twenty five. Okay, and if he suspended, what did you say, six games?
1: I don't think if he settles, there's no criminal charges, and he takes a year. No, he's back in 20. Okay, say four games, or say, say roughly
0: a quarter of the season. So, just to save face, we'll take a quarter of take six million off that. You're on. Okay, now he's an 18 million dollar hit on your cap plus three first rounders.
1: I mean, like, I don't think the money's relevant.
0: Well, it is with that contract, but. Being, being that said, you know, you're not eating any of the signing bonuses and so forth is pretty right. irrelevant as yeah. far as that goes. But the three – boy, I, I – It depends, I, I guess, if you've got a – say you're Washington, you got Ryan Fitzpatrick. And, okay, he's going to get you through a year. Yeah. Um, maybe. I you got McLaurin, you... you got Gibson, you got right. a great defense. Right. Of course, Washington's really not in play, or you know we haven't heard about this. Right. You would think Denver might be. They were talking about picking up Rodgers because he was interested over there. They don't seem all that thrilled with Luck. I mean, Luck with um
1: Locke. Locke. and they would be thrilled with Luck, but he's he's I not... don't know. You don't think? Well, he's been out a couple years. But... <laughs> yeah. And I
0: don't know his injury history. Right. You know. Maybe so now it,
1: we have devolved into debating the relative interest the Denver Broncos would no, have in and Andrew Luck. This no, is a but pretty I good mean, we only bring show. up two
0: teams. If you're Miami, I I don't know how that works. Quite frankly,
1: they're clearly not buying into Tua. You, know, you bench him for Fitzpatrick. Well, you bench, you know that whole back right. and forth last year, and then you know now they're kicking the. If, here's the thing, I, I could see, but they are such a mess. If you give up three
0: first rounders yeah, in Philly, I get out of the mess. I mean, how? Yeah, what do you do? Okay, now you have Deshaun Watson. You have nothing else, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't see how that works. Yeah,
1: I don't see that. That price tag seems hefty for anybody. But but I'll, I'll tell you this: you know, putting all the the stuff and the morality and all of that aside, if you told me I could get Deshaun Watson clear of all of this. Clear of all of this, at his age, for three first-round picks, and signed long-term, after starting in 2022, I'd probably do it. Yeah. I'd he'd probably what, do it.
0: He'd be, what, 26?
1: Mm-hmm going into 2022. But I think this is what really depresses a market. How do you know he's clear of all this? Exactly. Let's say right now there's no criminal charges. He settles with all... all I don't, was it 21 different women or 21 accused? I don't know what it was, but he settles all 21 of those. Is this over? I mean, let's well, assume this is all true. They ain't the only 21. <laughs> you know well, what not I mean? Only,
0: not only that, but okay, he gets off free and clear, and he has a nice... Multi-multi million-dollar long-term deal. All of a sudden, he starts feeling himself. Well, oh, I got you know. It's kind of like uh, you know. Is this just like a loose cannon ready well, to go off yet again?
1: That's what I would worry about. So, but uh, anyway, yeah. Let's talk about some fantasy. Before.
0: Let's do that.
1: So we're not far off, Rick, from getting into draft season. No, it's still too early. But but guys are going to start doing. And now's when we start paying attention to the dreaded, in my opinion, ADP, the average draft position. Right. Number one, do not let the ADP be a shackle to you. Value your guys, rank your guys, get your guy where you have to get him and what you know about your league. I get so tired of hearing about value. You could say, yeah, I had the first pick and I took Christian McCaffrey first overall.
0: No, no and kidding. the
1: response is, well, that's a good pick, but you could have three boxes of oranges in the sixth round and not have to spend the first round on Christian McCaffrey. Now, that's an extreme example, but you cannot. here have. You want to have some fun or you want to slam your head in the wall, Like I guess, if you consider that fun. Get on Twitter and say, I was just in a draft, and I drafted player X in the fifth round. The first 27 responses will be from, well, yeah, that's a fair ADP for player X. But if you'd have just waited till round 14 and 15 and took these two guys, well, who the hell am I supposed to draft in rounds one through five? That I find it infuriating. But anyhow. It is infuriating. Well, or even more fun. You know,
0: say I had one, you know, the first pick of my draft and put anybody down other than McCaffrey, Cook, or maybe Mahomes and watch you get attacked. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Just just say you took
1: Najee Harris and watch him come. Oh, God, <laughs> could you imagine? You'd be trending. Yeah, if you yeah. ever want to trend on Twitter, yeah. say something like that. So don't get boxed in. Don't – and that, that's – if we joke about it. Do not let fantasy Twitter dictate <laughs> every move you make. Ajayi, because, because they're awful. They, they really are. Yes, they are. And And, yes, you want to draft for value. And ADP is a useful tool, especially of going into it, because it gives you a general idea right. uh, of where folks are going. Yeah, so I, mean, I always think it's fun yeah. this time of year to take a peek. Guys, you're surprised are as high as they are. Guys, you're surprised that they're lower, the, as low as they are. And see how we think that trend's going forward into late August when you should be drafted.
0: Exactly. And looking at, um, you know, don't like to really – troll other people's but uh, fantasy football calculator adp is easy to see and it seems to be a pretty nice always been a consistent tool for years that we've looked at you know and and it's nice to use so that's what we're basing it off of ppr adp as well so and you can adjust any way you want but there's anything that really stick out to you right off the bat that you looked at high or low it doesn't matter
1: the, the first one i saw is I this is more a surprise that he's sitting this low? I'm I'm honed in on the running back position right now. Right, I have felt like the entire off season and through the Scott Fish Bowl and on fantasy Twitter that DeAndre Swift has really gotten a lot of shine. Guys are all over him. I am surprised to see him across all the wherever fantasy football calculators pulling their data from is sitting down at RB18 behind David Montgomery. I find that surprising. So I'm curious. I only bring it up. But who cares about the ADP? I think right. I made that clear in the preamble here. Are you buying into DeAndre Swift? Does he make that turn?
0: I'll be honest with you, Rick. I'm not. I, I, and maybe it's just because ever since James Stewart had a couple years with the Lions, they haven't had anybody that has been worth drafting. Right. And, and with all the tools, the joint Bells and Joycels, you know, name them. Nice. I haven't Man.
1: heard that name
0: in years. <laughs> I know. But but great name great them. Pool, they're great all, pool, yeah. They're always the next guy, and lo and behold, they're horrifying. Yeah, and I'm I, I don't know if I can buy into John Derry Swift until, and I hate to say it because, you know, some many times you have a wait and see attitude. It'll come back to burn you. But it, if I'm sitting here, if I'm looking at David Montgomery and Swift, I'm taking Montgomery.
1: Oh, see, see, I'm not doing that. Yeah, see, I am. Man. Here's where I'm interested. I would have the same opinion of that you do right now, were it not for that Matt Stafford trade. Uh, we talked about it last week with the running back situation with Acres going down in L.A. Right. and the Daryl Henderson. And my main point was, look at it. Now we may find out this is a Detroit problem. But my main point was we haven't seen a really good fantasy running back standing behind Matthew Stafford. I've seen really good pass-catching running backs standing behind Jared Goff. This is where I think it's intriguing. When I look, it's certainly over David Montgomery, and there's other guys, not many, but a few guys ahead of him. I'm considering... A DeAndre Swift over just based on that. I'm, I'm not sure. You just you can't well, tell we, me. We saw it's a healthy, tall Girly behind Golf, right?
0: But you saying Swift is Girly when he was healthy? Well, maybe. See, I'm see that. I, you know, I could be wrong. And DeAndre be Swift right, has wrong. that
1: skill set. He's probably not as talented, but he has that skill right. set. What I'm saying is, when you have a good for the first time in several years, they got to lock them up, forget about it, number one running back right. in Swift. Catch passes, can do has all the tools, and that – Matt Stafford offense, there was just never that guy, and they never featured the running back. Jared Goff's willing to do that, and Jared Goff's willing to throw to his running backs. Right. Matt Stafford generally doesn't do that. Again, I'm not going crazy with him. This is you know you're looking like at an overall see- ADP of the six six pick of the third round. Right. That's that's pretty fair actually. Yeah, uh, um, it's it's not crazy. David Montgomery is the one that surprised me. So maybe I should have gone with him being as high as seventeen. Boy, I I don't know about all that. I. Yeah, I I like Montgomery I I like Swift I just I guess it's
0: more that I am so disenchanted with Detroit I mean look they need that guy you right know, the, using the air quotes because everybody else in that division has that guy like Montgomery or not he's that guy and, and by the way they have Cohen coming back which will actually give Montgomery a little bit of a breather if he's they say he's healthy so I mean that should That should be an extra little tool in Chicago that'll be interesting to see. But um, I'm kind of with you on um, uh, not so much that Swift is that low, but Chris Carson worries me. He's right above Montgomery, and he's really not that high, or he's not that low. I think it's pretty fair for him, but... I don't know. They're just something – I'm kind of worried about Chris Carson. He's had a bit of an injury problem, but there, there's been a lot of hype on him, and I don't know. I mean, he's been as high as 2-1, as so I don't know. I, I'm just kind of uh, – Seattle one of those, to me is – I don't know. You know what I mean? Seattle worries me. Russell yeah. Wilson still Russell Wilson. But, you know, they don't have the defense that they did, and there's going to be a lot riding on that offense.
1: Chris Carson's one of those guys, when it's good, it's really good. Right. You know, you'll see him for a two- or three-game stretch, and you think, all right, this is a, a top-five fantasy running back. And then he gets nicked nicked up. And you know what? It's really just about that. When he's healthy, he puts up numbers. It, it's just that. And it, it's always hard. You can't sit here and predict injuries, but year over year – as this continues to happen, you know, you do start to wonder about it. the one, if we just want to kind of stick with this to wrap up the show and maybe we'll do wide receivers next week, I'll tell you what, the guy is getting a ton of run and I should buy into it, but it makes me nervous as an RB one, you know, the, the, the RB 12. So he's an RB one is Antonio Gibbs. Have we gone off the rails as a fantasy community? Because I don't necessarily disagree. I'm not sure what we saw last year that justifies this right now.
0: Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. It's um, You see the, the flashes. You see, I don't know, maybe you see what you want to see in Antonio Gibson. And, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick's in there. Right. Boy, the offense is
1: going to be clicking even better. Maybe so. But in reality, Antonio Gibson's a wide receiver. I right. would be more comfortable if it was Alex Smith than, <laughs> <laughs> than Ryan Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick's just heaving it downfield. That's what he does. He takes. He has McLaurin to catch it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he hits his <laughs> right. back foot, closes his eyes, and throws it as far as he can. That's what Ryan Fitzpatrick I'm looking forward does. to that offense, though. Yeah, this it's year, gonna quite be fun. That team's going to be fun when we do our season predictions. Yeah. No doubt. That's a playoff team.
0: Hey, real quick before we wrap it up. There's a lot of buzz terms when we talk about zero running back strategies and the air yards and this, that, and the other. Air
1: yards, that's my favorite. that's always
0: one of my favorites. But, you know, for a lot of the people that are are fairly new to it, there's – boom and bust is always thrown around, right? Right. Okay, make sure you don't confuse the two. And what I, mean, what, what I mean by that, no, what I mean by that is like, okay, your boom and bust potential, it's in the middle rounds, period. Because, I mean, if you draft, I don't know, say a Devontae Adams or if you draft a whoever, Saquon Barkley, you have no boom potential. Well, no. You're expecting no. that, right? I mean, you're drafting a Randall Cobb or something like that, you have no bust potential, right? I mean, you just can't. I mean, they're, they're fillers. Right. And if all of a sudden they become a guy and start scoring, well, okay, that's boom potential. You know, the only ones that have both are your middle-round guys. And that's where you have to pay more attention. I mean, that goes back to, like, the old Ten Commandments that you had when you got struck with, struck with lightning yeah, about yeah. eight or nine years ago. That was and rough. Yeah, am still it, feeling It really was. But the middle rounds are where the booms and busts hurt you. Correct? I mean, because if you obviously if you have a bust with the early rounds, you're done. Right. If you have a boom with some of the later rounds, they may
1: single handedly win you win you a title. Well, that's usually what happens. It's yeah. usually a quarterback. Target a mid to late round quarterback. Exactly. Lamar Jackson a couple years ago, Patrick Mahomes Mike a year Vick before on his that. Year, Michael remember. Vick on his comeback year. That Rich Gannon, remember that year all those years ago? I had him who just yeah. out of nowhere <laughs> threw for felt like 7,000 yards yeah. out of – sucked every every year he before and every the Super year Bowl. after. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In my fantasy yeah. Super Bowl. Good old Rich Gannon. Yeah, so
1: that, that's going to be the theme. We're going to find that quarterback this year because that mid- to late-round quarterback is what wins you a championship.
0: Exactly. I agree. And sometimes he's wide receivers, you know, a rookie or somebody that's been around and maybe got a change of scenery. Um You know, not many Justin Jeffersons show up. No. Like last year, you know. So those guys, we'll be concentrating on that in in the weeks to come. So, you know, pay attention to that. And that's what we're talking about with like the, the booms and busts. I mean, obviously they're pretty self explanatory, but don't get confused where, you know, that Randall Cobb can be a bust. Because, look, if you're paying anything over a 13th or 14th round for him, then you're a boob anyway. Yeah, So
1: don't be a boob. I mean, I think that's (laughs) the goal. Hey, one thing, we're over time already, but real quick. Michael Thomas is going to be out to at least week seven as we talk about ADP. What round do you start thinking about doing it?
0: After seeing him so nagging last year with injuries, I don't know if I'm really – willing to even gamble on him for the price that you're going to have to pay for that name anyway. Right. Um, as of right now, I mean, I'm double digits easily.
1: You think you're double digits? Yeah. yeah he's not going to fall that far. You know, one thing I didn't – I'm curious of something. Pad for me for a minute.
0: Okay. A, a boom-bust running back potential guy is certainly James Conner. He has all the the pass-catching ability. You can probably get him for a song. And Arizona could be pretty exciting this year. So there's an early boom potential at running back. Okay, am I done padding for you? Where's he going right now? Right now he's he's at round eight. He is a running back. Where is that? Running back. I don't see it. I don't see what running back he is, but he's going to eighth, third pick of the eighth round. I could totally see him being a valid flex, if not an RB2. What? Yep.
1: Well, did all the other running backs in Arizona die? Chase Edmonds. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't – I you know I love James Conner.
0: Oh, I know. In I'm that just saying, in that way. Too, you have but
1: you have boom and bust potential with James Conner going in the 8th round. And he can bust. You have boom potential.
0: Oh, you can but he can bust. He could fall over with an injury after three
1: plays. Yeah, but what are you what are you having to pay for him?
0: Mid-round, 8th round in yeah.
1: a 16-round league? Yeah, that's not a bust. I take it. He's there.
0: See, that James Conner is going to be the an fodder. 8th round pick. That, that scores nothing or doesn't play, that's a bust. That's not – that's nothing. Eighth round can be a quality wide receiver or tight end, something of that nature.
1: Yeah, but not James Conner in my opinion. So, so I, I was James curious. Conner. I was trying to find it. I'm not finding it, you know, specific to the injury news where Michael Thomas is being drafted. My my concern less so about the injuries. I hadn't even really much considered that. My concern more than anything else is that offense. That, that thing's just falling apart. I'm getting worried about Alvin Kamara at, at this point. I'm sitting. Aren't I picking third or fourth in the Caveman draft? And it seemed like Kamara. I think I'm third. And I think Kamara was going to be my guy. I ain't certain. Anymore, I, I don't trust this Saints offense. Maybe I should. When you
0: start seeing tweets out there, Chris Hogan acquired to yeah. fill the gap left by Michael Thomas. Who the hell are they kidding? Yeah,
1: he what was out playing. Spoken? He was out playing lacrosse an hour and a half ago. <laughs> right. he was going to be a pro <laughs> lacrosse player. Yeah, so I I don't know. I. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to work on that, but I think you know your magical eighth ninth round is somewhere. I'd start considering Michael Thomas. I got a feeling you're gonna see in a lot of leagues people jumping up even in the sixth round. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they you get watch two. this
0: offense fall apart. I mean, you, kind of, you, know, you start looking at Jameis Winston and, and Taysom, Miller, and, uh, you you start. Yeah, uh, no, that's all right. Go <laughs> ahead, man. Yeah, you start. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Chris Hogan's there. They'll be killing well, each other that's to, true. to get yeah. Traequan Smith. I mean, my God. They did, would yeah. be surprised if Dan Marino doesn't come out of retirement and want a quarterback that team.
0: No doubt. I'm kind of liking my Troutman picking the Scott Fishbowl, the tight end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With a tight end premium, he may be getting a lot of short dump-offs.
1: I I would hope so. All right, let's get out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget on Tuesdays to check out at Chaos Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, the Chaos and Disorder Show. More sports, less fantasy, and a lot more nonsense course you can check uh, email the show asylum fantasy com. do I have that no. one, right? AsylumFootball at gmail.com oh yeah and it's asylum fantasy com is the, the website, website. You, you can find the chaos and disorder and the asylum archives there we'll be back next week more fun more thrills until then we'll see you hey take care
0: as of 726 July 26th
1: ah oh, very good.
0: Michael Thomas is still under ADP of 30.
1: Wide receiver, 30?
0: Overall, I think it's saying two, uh, round 2.4.
1: Oh, yeah, then that has an adjusted. On here, he's a 3.08. Yeah, so he's dropping. I'm just curious where it'll drop to. 33. It might take him in the
0: eighth round. Over James Conner?
1: Well, certainly over James Conner. You're Not crazy. Your boy, that is my boy. I'm, I love him I'm in that way. snipe him from you. See you.